Hi, welcome to Harvest Church Podcast. We pray that as you listen today, you are blessed and encouraged. Thank you so much for listening in. If you want any more information about our ministry, we'd love you to jump onto our website, harvestaustralia.org. Have a great day. Good morning. How are you? Good to be here, amen? And God has blessed us with a beautiful day outside as well. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, so good. Summer is on the way. I think we're all ready. <laughs> oh, I just want to pray and then I'm looking forward to sharing. Father, we thank you for your presence here in this place. We thank you that you're here with us today. We thank you that you long to be with us even more than we long to be with you. That your heart is so for us. Shabbat. And Lord, we invite you to come and have your way in us this morning. We ask, Lord, that you would come by your spirit and that you would fill each and every one of us with your living water, your living word. <laughs> that your word would be planted in our hearts, Lord. That you would plant your word in our spirit and in our heart and that you would grow your word within us. We ask, Lord, that you would speak, that you would have your way. We thank you for your incredible love for us, Lord, more than we could even completely fathom or understand, Lord, you love us in every way. And Lord, we just lay our lives before you afresh this morning. And we say, here we are, Lord. Here we are. Fill us as only you can do. In Jesus' beautiful name, amen. Amen. I loved how Marty shared this morning about our, our thoughts and our plans for what might happen in the coming year or, I mean, who knows, we are living in unprecedented times. We have never walked through anything like what we're walking through right now. And those who are following what's happening, which is most of us, <laughs> knows that we're not likely at the end. <laughs> so we do need to, in this time, be listening to the Holy Spirit, be listening to the voice of the Lord and, and be leaning into his heart and knowing what he's calling us to do and what steps he's taking us to take and what steps he might not be taking us um, in as well. And listening to his voice is paramount in this time. Amen? Listening to his voice, listening to the Spirit, being led by the Spirit is more important than ever <laughs> because he knows. He knows what's happening. He knew before the foundation of the earth that we'd be standing in this day, you and I would be here. And he knew and he knows right now what's happening and what's to come. And he's not afraid. He's not worried. He's not shaking in his boots. I actually listened to a great sermon from Chris Valaton. Give me a wave if you've heard. Yep, Chris Valaton. And he shared on how we are born for such a time as this and that light is not afraid of the darkness. And he shared on a, you get a, a torch. In America, they call it a flashlight. But torches aren't afraid of the dark. They get excited when the darkness comes because they're ready to get turned on so that the light can shine. So you see, God knows and, and what he's placed in us is greater than we have yet to fully comprehend or imagine. His presence in you is greater than you 
can know and understand. His light in you is far greater than the darkness. And when we fully begin to comprehend and understand who he is in us, who his spirit is in us, oh, get ready. Get ready to see the darkness flee. Get ready to see signs and wonders and miracles. Get ready to see the kingdom break out. And I tell you, it's not going to be just the ones or twos who are ministering here or there. It's going to be the entire body of Christ. This is a revival and a move of the Spirit that's coming upon the entire body of Christ. Not in one place or one space by one man or by one woman, by the body of Christ. <laughs> Amen. I love that we as his people are a people of God and, and his heart is for us and in us and through us and, and he does all that he desires through his people, through his body. And you know, he's never been concerned about a building and he's never been confined to a building. Jesus didn't say when people got saved, he didn't say, now that you're saved, go and sit in a building for the rest of your life. He said, now go and preach the gospel, preach my good news to the ends of the earth. And somewhere along the line, we've got stuck. And maybe we're getting unstuck. Maybe. Maybe God somehow is going to breathe on us and in us and through us in a way that might unsettle and shake us, <laughs> but might bring even greater glory through us to our King. <laughs> so we're committed as ever. We are um, as hungry as ever. We're excited by what God's doing. We're excited at, as to what is to come. We really are. I am excited in my spirit. I really am. And, you know, anyone who knows me knows I love just to rest. I love to breathe in his presence. But I, I, I'm ready to run. I'm excited. I'm excited because God is stirring something. Uh, in worship this morning, I just saw in worship, I saw this blanket of hope covering our nation. I saw just this beautiful blanket of hope covering our nation. And I just felt the Lord say in the midst of everything that's happening, there is an outpouring of hope coming upon the people of God. There's a stirring that is occurring in the people of God. He is stirring something new. <laughs> He is moving. And those who are hungry, those who are, are searching, those who are knocking, those who are asking, he's coming, he's coming. God is preparing us and has been preparing us for such a time as this. So we're as committed as ever. We're, we, we feel very much to continue being led by the Spirit as a people and as a community. He is the one that we follow. He is our King. He is our Lord. He is our love. He is our life, our breath. He is our hope, our strength. He is everything. He is everything. The Bible says we cannot, he says we love him because he first loved us. <laughs> we love because he pours his love into us and we love him back. We are alive because his spirit breath came into us and gives us life. Everything we have is a gift from him. Amen. The Bible says every good gift comes from above. 
Every good gift is from Him. What He's doing in us is from Him. And what He is going to do through us is all of Him. It's all of Him. And we get to, as little jars of clay, (laughs) we get to be little jars of clay that He fills up and pours out through and brings glory to our King. (laughs) So a blanket of hope over Australia. I'm like, oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hope comes from Him. Hope comes from Him. Hope comes from above. And I tell you, more than ever, we are going to find people running to the King of Kings, running to the only one who gives hope in a time of darkness, running to the only one who gives peace in a time of uncertainty. Get ready. The harvest is ripe. I'm excited. (laughs) I'm excited. I'm excited. He's moving, He's stirring. He's doing things. We are going to see many, many, many come into the kingdom. Many, many, many run to Jesus. He is the one. He's the hope of the world. (laughs) Yes, Jesus. (laughs) I'm so excited. So we say yes, Jesus. We say yes, 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 yes. This week um, when I was spending time with the Lord, I... I just, I felt the Lord speak to me a few things and, and I wrote it down and I, I shared a few things and, and I really felt the Lord just whisper into my heart to, to share this morning um, and just expand a little more on what the Lord was, was showing me. And I, I felt the Lord say to me during the night, he said, um, come away and be with me. And I woke up and I went, oh, I love that Jesus. And he said, come away and be with me. Come and drink of me and you will see that I am good. When ah, he's always good. He's always good. When we go through hard times, it doesn't mean he's not good. He is always good. Some might look at what Jesus did on the cross for us and go, how could a loving father let a son go to the cross? But you see, his love is stronger than death. His love is stronger than suffering. His love is stronger than pain and darkness. His love breaks the chains of darkness. His love is far stronger than we can comprehend. And you see, we live in a fallen world. We live in a broken world. We live in a world where there is a battle going on. (laughs) But he is always good, always good. So come away and be with me. Come and drink of me and you will see that I am good. And I heard the Lord whisper to me, come and be with me. And immediately the noise all around me became still as I heard a sound, like a gentle wind begin to blow. The sound was like the very breath of God surrounding me and consuming every part of me. And everything else began fading away until I found myself in the presence of my King. And in that moment, you see, when we hear the whispers of heaven, when we hear the whispers of God, they're an invitation. They're an invitation. And when he whispered to me in the night, come away and be with me, I woke up in the morning and I could have very easily just gone on with my day and just got into my routine and just went about whatever it was that I needed to do. But I held on to what he said and I said, show me, Lord, take me. And he will and he does. Every whisper that he gives us is an invitation. I want to encourage you more than ever, listen to the whispers 
of heaven. Listen to the whispers of the Spirit because those are the the invitations and and the keys that are going to open things up before us to, to release heaven into our lives and into the lives of those around us. Amen. But we need to be listening to the whisper of the Spirit. I remember years and years ago, many years ago, I'm getting a little older now. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Every year is a gift from God. I am celebrating every year. I'm excited to get older and wiser, hopefully. (laughs) Please, Jesus, (laughs) let me keep learning and growing. But I remember many years ago, and um, my mum and dad and, and I, we were praying about what God had for me for my senior years of school. And, and I felt that there was um, a new shift for me in, in the schooling. So we had set an interview at a new school. And I remember going to my parents the night before we had an interview at this school. And I was nervous. And I didn't, I didn't know if I wanted to go to the interview. I didn't know if I wanted to change. I didn't know if I, I wanted anything new. You know, being comfortable is quite nice and easy. And, and I remember my parents say to me, before you go to sleep, why don't you go and ask God to speak to you? And open your Bible and ask God to give you a verse. And I did. Parents, what you say to your kids matters. It really goes in. It really goes in and it stays with them. Whether they remember it at certain times or not, it stays in them as seed and it will grow. (laughs) It will. So I went to bed that night and I got my Bible out and I opened my Bible and I said, Lord, (laughs) would you give me something? I was just little and I didn't really know much about hearing God speak. I didn't know how he would speak or what it would sound like. And, you know, there wasn't a lightning bolt or a big, you know, cup of thunder. And there wasn't bright lights in my room. But I opened my Bible and I opened my Bible to Matthew 6, verse 33. And it says, seek first the kingdom of God. Seek first my righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. And I went, oh, that's good didn't know what it meant, (laughs) didn't confirm anything. It didn't say, stay at this school, go to this school, do this, do this, take this step, take that step. It wasn't a clear roadmap, but it was something. (laughs) So I took it to my parents the next day and said, this is what God gave me. They said, oh, that's good, that's good. Okay. So off we went to the interview. We sat in the interview with the principal Brian Hager, to this day, one of the most precious people in my life who saw in me what I did not see in myself and encouraged me in so many ways. We sat in his office having an interview. And at the very end of the interview, he said, you know, let's, let's pray together. So closed our eyes to pray and he said, I just felt the Lord giving me Matthew 6 verse 33. Seek first my kingdom. And my righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. And I sat there quietly, this little kid in his office, and tears just began to stream down my face. And I finished praying and I'm wiping my tears. He's like, oh, oh, is everything okay? And I just whispered in my quiet little voice, said, it's the first Jesus gave me last night in my bed. And I knew in that moment that God had spoken. Listening to him is so key. Spending time with him now more than ever is so important and you know what he might speak something and it may not make sense in that moment and you might go oh that's a nice verse don't quite know what it means (laughs) but thank you Jesus and then watch as he 
breathes upon it, as he expands it, as he brings other people along your path or as you read something or something else comes to life and and piece by piece this beautiful picture begins to unfold and form in your life. You're like, ah, I see. I see, Jesus. I see what you're saying to me. So the Lord said to me, come away and be with me. Come and drink of me and you will see that I'm good. And in that moment, I felt the Lord speak Psalm 46, verse 10, and it says, Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in all the earth. And immediately as he spoke that to me, I knew it was a double-folded invitation for the body of Christ. It's an invitation to come into his presence in a whole new way. <laughs> be still and know that I am God. Many years ago, I did a, a study and this particular verse, be still and know that I am God. The original verse, know, that word is yada. I am not a theologian and I'm sure I'm going to mess this up, but you can check it out. The word know, the original Hebrew, I believe, is yada and it means to be intimately acquainted with. Our word version of know is, you know, I know this or I know that. But when I read that, to be intimately acquainted with, be still and know and be intimately acquainted with the fact that I am God in you. So when God spoke this, I knew it was a double-fold invitation to come in closer and to sit and wait on him and to be with him and to be filled with him and to drink, drink of him. And in that place... God is going to release an incredible glory and he's going to be exalted among the nations and the earth. So I just want to read, if you've got your Bible with me, I want to read Psalm 46 this morning because I felt something very, very special in this, in this passage for where we're living right now. And it says this from verse 1, it says, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth should change, and though the mountains slip into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam, and though the mountains quake at its swelling pride. For there is a river whose streams make glad the city of our God, Shabbat, the holy dwelling places of the Most High. <laughs> God is in the midst of her. She will not be moved. God will help her when the morning dawns. The nations made an uproar and the kingdoms tottered. He raised his voice and the earth melted. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our stronghold. Verse 8, come and behold the works of the Lord who has wrought desolations in the earth. He makes wars to cease to the end of the earth and he breaks the bow and cuts the spear in two. He burns the chariots with fire. Verse 10, be still, cease striving and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our stronghold. 
And when I was, when I was reading this, I had God open my eyes and I saw Psalm 46 open up like a scroll and I just saw it being released over our nation. And I saw every word being decreed and echoed throughout the heavens and the earth. And I saw, I saw Psalm 46 as like a promise to us right now. It's like a little love letter to us right now. It's the Lord saying, I know, I know what's happening. I know what's going on. But don't forget how big I am. <laughs> don't forget how strong I am. <laughs> don't forget that I know everything that's happening. I'm in everything that's happening. And I will be exalted in everything that's happening. <laughs> Keep our eyes on him. Fix our eyes on him. It's, it's Matthew 6 verse 33, isn't it? Seek first my kingdom. Seek first my kingdom. All these other things will be added unto you. When we choose what we focus on, when we choose what we fix our eyes on, everything else flows from that. I know, and probably many of us in this room know, I was having a conversation with someone this week, that if I look at too much social media, my head gets completely mushed with social media. There is a big mishmash mush of information going on from every direction. My goodness, it's never ending. And you can access it 24-7. How wonderful. <laughs> oh, Jesus, help us all. <laughs> but if I fix my eyes on social media, if I fix my eyes on everyone's opinions, if I fix my eyes on all the things that are flying left, right and center, if I fix my eyes on the chaos and the confusion then I become what I'm looking at. And I wonder all of a sudden, oh, why am I feeling really anxious? <laughs> why am I feeling really jittery and really unsettled? Why am I not feeling peaceful right now? And the whisper comes, <laughs> put your eyes back on me. Put your eyes back on me. He keeps in perfect peace him whose eyes are fixed on him. <laughs> He spoke to me this week and, and I said, but Lord, sometimes we need to know what's happening in the world. You know, we need to know what's happening and, and what might be said. We need to be prepared. We need to be ready. And maybe I just need to check and see what's going on because, you know, there might be something new. There might be more information that I need to prepare for and be aware of. And, and that's all true in measure. <laughs> and the Lord reminded me, he said, when I came to Mary... I sent an angel to tell her that she was going to carry the king of the world. And when I came to Joseph, I came to him in a dream. And I told him, pick up your wife and your son and flee from here for his life is at risk. And he began listing off all these people and all these times of him speaking throughout the Bible and he said, never once did I use social media. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, Jesus. It doesn't mean that he won't use that. And I'm, that's not what I'm saying. But what he said to me in that moment is, is you don't need to rely on other things to hear from me. Yes, you can receive from all sorts of places and it's, it's good and it's healthy too in a balanced way. But God wants us to be hearing from him. He wants us to be hearing from him. My goodness, he loves us. 
Give me a wave if you're a parent and you have children here this morning. Give me a big wave. Raise your hand up really high. Look around. Look at all the amazing parents. Yes. For every parent in the house, every parent that has children, your love for your kids is indescribable. Amen? No one can describe the kind of love that you have for your kids. And if you were to not be able to speak to them or be with them or pour good gifts on them, it would break your heart because you love them. How much more does the Lord want to speak to us? How much more does He want to pour His Spirit upon us? How much more does He want to bless us? And I tell you, it's easier than we think. We just need to dial down the noise until His voice becomes louder than every other voice. What we fix our eyes on creates the very atmosphere that we live in inside of us and then all around us. Do you know what you carry inside is what looks, that's what the outside of your life begins to look like? When I am filled with God's presence and when I'm filled with his peace, when I'm filled with his love, guess what comes out on my family? (laughs) Yay, peace and happiness and love. When I'm filled with chaos and when I'm filled with all the tension and all the anxiety, guess what comes out of my family? (laughs) Not so good. (laughs) But our internal environment is actually what creates our external environment because the mouth speaks from the overflow of the heart. Amen? And that's why in Proverbs it says, Above all else, guard your heart, for from it is the wellspring of life. Now more than ever, guard your heart. (laughs) Watch over your heart. Let God's words, let his spirit, let his presence, let his truth fill you more than ever so that we can produce a harvest that flows out of us onto others. So Psalm 46, I saw Psalm 46 being released. And I saw many who had ears to hear lift their faces to heaven and receive fresh living bread, the living words of God. And fresh revelation began falling from heaven upon every hungry heart. And what the Lord showed me is I saw the heavens being opened and I saw many enter into new realms of supernatural experience and encounter. If you're hungry for more, I want to tell you now is the time to begin seeking the Lord. There is an invitation right now for an increase. There's an invitation for more. (laughs) And that invitation means that God is ready and poised and waiting to pour out on the hungry of heart. And I heard the Lord say that we're entering into times of refreshing in preparation for a new era of supernatural encounter. The supernatural realm is opening up like never before and signs, wonders and miracles are about to come forth upon the earth in unprecedented measure. Get ready, said the Lord. Get ready. And then I heard him say it again. Get ready. <laughs> he is about to pour out something very special. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. And then I heard a trumpet being blown, and its sound filled the air, calling those who had ears to hear into deeper intimacy with the king. For he has prepared a place where darkness cannot follow, a secret place. A safe place, Shabbat, a hiding place before his holy throne of grace. He's calling us into the place where all else fades away. He's calling us into his very heart. He longs for us more than we long for him. 
And I know for some of us, I know when, when there's a hunger in your heart for the Lord, it's, it's almost hard to carry. It's almost hard to walk with. Because it's an unquenchable hunger that nothing else satisfies. The kind of hunger that you have for God is the kind of hunger that a new thing from the shop can't fill. Food can't fill. Even people can't fill. When you have a hunger for the Lord, nothing else can fill that hunger but Him. He's calling us into a deeper place. He has so much more for us. <laughs> he has so much more. <laughs> and he is ready and poised and waiting to pour it out upon us, to pour it out upon the hungry of heart. And all he asks for is our time. He asks for our time. He asks for our heart. <laughs> oh, he's so beautiful. We love you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. Shabbat. I love you, Jesus. Psalm 24. Oh, Shabbat. Verse 1, it says, The earth is the Lord's and all it contains. Do you know that's still true? <laughs> it all belongs to Jesus. <laughs> The earth is the Lord and all it contains, the world and all those who dwell in it. For he has founded it upon the seas and established it upon the rivers. Verse 3. So who may ascend to the hill of the Lord? Whoa. And who may stand in his holy place? He who has clean hands and a pure heart, who has not lifted up his soul to falsehood and has not sworn deceitfully. He shall receive a blessing from the Lord and righteousness from the God of his salvation. This is the generation of those who seek him, who seek your face, O Lord. We've been sharing on winnowing, we've been sharing on threshing, and we've been sharing on how God's been preparing us, preparing his people, and we still have our winnowing machine in our garden, and Marty turned to me the other day. We were going through some hard stuff and we're like, oh, God's refining us some more. He's winnowing some more. Marty's like, can we take that thing back and <laughs> give it back to those people? <laughs> Ever since we bought it home and put it on our property, it's like, Jesus has been refining us, dealing with our hearts and doing all these things. But to him it's glorious. To him it's glorious because it's the cross on us. Jesus, I was reading the other day in Matthew, and, and it said, And Jesus went into to all the towns preaching, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Do you know repentance is glorious? <laughs> Do you know repentance is beautiful? Do you know repentance is so indescribably wonderful? It is nothing to be afraid. He does not go repent and now I'm going to put my heavy hand of judgment upon you and I'm going to be upset with you and I'm going to turn my... Oh. He says repent and I'll pour all my goodness on you and pick you up and lift you up and fill you and, and take you higher than you ever could yourself. <laughs> repentance is wonderful. 
See, we, we've, we love grace. Oh, we love grace, Jesus. We love your grace. We wouldn't be here without grace and mercy. We couldn't breathe. We wouldn't be alive. <laughs> but we get scared of words like repentance. It's like, ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh, don't preach on repentance. That's scary. <laughs> we only get scared of repentance when we hold on to things in our lives that we just know aren't right and we're not ready to let go of it for whatever reason and we all understand that. But repentance brings us into so much freedom, so much joy, <laughs> so much goodness and it's the invitation that, that leads us closer to the Lord, so much closer. <laughs> he who has clean hands and a pure heart, he who has not lifted up his soul to falsehood, this is the one he may send to the holy place. See, there's a journey on coming into the holy place. And, and you can read about it in scripture. And you can read about, you know, entering into the tent of meeting. And you can read about, you know, the outer court and the inner court and the most holy place. There is a process and a journey on coming into the holy of holies. Sometimes we, and I mean me, <laughs> we, <laughs> Jesus, sometimes we get frustrated if we want to come into God's presence and we're not there straight away. And, and I'm up tomorrow morning and I'm praying. I'm like, okay, God, I'm going to seek you. And I sit there and I seek you. I'm like, why aren't you taking me into your presence? Where are you, Jesus? Where's your glory? Where's your revelation? If we don't get things straight away, we can get frustrated. Amen? Or is that just me? Anyone else understand? <laughs> God has a plan and a purpose in everything, and he likes his plan and his purpose. <laughs> and journeying into that most holy place, part of that process is having clean hands and a pure heart. And when the Lord began to speak to me about dealing with things in my heart that I was still carrying, dealing with things in my heart of other people that might have been carrying things, of whether I intended it or not, and bringing healing and bringing restoration. I didn't want to do it, but I tell you, it opens up so much in your life. If you're hungry for the Lord, if you want more of Him, I encourage you, listen to the stirrings of the Spirit. Listen to what God's speaking to you about. And even if it seems little or insignificant, I want to encourage you, be obedient. Obedience is such a great joy. It's not a scary word. It's like repentance and obedience and sacrifice. Ah, grace and love and happiness. <laughs> These are the foundations of who he is, of his throne, and everything is connected. He has so much more for us. And he's inviting us into such an incredible place with him. And he is going to pour out his presence. The Bible says that the earth will be covered with the glory of the Lord. And we are entering into a time where there's going to be a great releasing of the power and the presence of the Holy Spirit. Are you ready? Stand with me this morning. <laughs> Lord, we thank you for what you're doing. We thank you, Lord, that nothing surprises you. We thank you that your hand is on us that you are in us and that you are moving through us by your Spirit. Lord, we thank you that you are in control. We thank you, Lord, that you are shaking everything that can be shaken. And Lord, we thank you that you are unshakable. 
that you in us by your spirit, by the precious blood of Jesus, you are completely unshakable in our lives. (laughs) We thank you, Lord, for your goodness and your presence. We thank you, Lord, for the cross. We thank you for the power of repentance, which the enemy hates with a vengeance, but you love with all your heart. It's the blood of Jesus poured upon us. It's his freedom poured out. Shaka. We love you, Jesus. We love you, Father. Oh, we love you, Holy Spirit. We worship you this morning. We adore you this morning. We love you. We're so thankful. We're so thankful, Lord. We're so thankful for your faithfulness toward us, even when we slip and when we fall and when we wander. We're thankful, Lord, that you never let us go and that you always fight for us. You always pursue us with your love, even when we're weak and weary and we fall away. Your eyes never stray from us. You're always gazing upon us with love. We've never known a love like yours, Father. We've never known a faithfulness like yours. So safe. So secure. Unchanging. We fall short in so many ways, Lord. Every day we fall short. In in so many ways we fall short, Lord, but your love picks us up. Your mercy washes us. Your blood redeems us. (laughs) Your spirit fills us and washes us and cleanses us. And and you lift us and you give us wings to fly. and, And you give us eyes to see and ears to hear. And you awaken our spirit within us, Lord, that we can soar with you and that we can go to higher places with you. And that we're not confined to the things of this earth, but you called us higher and you're calling us into new places and into new realms of your Spirit, you're releasing greater revelation than we have seen or heard or known of. The secrets of your Spirit are being released and you're inviting us, Lord, and you're breathing upon us and you're lifting us because you love us. You've always loved us and you see in us the things that we can't always see in ourselves. You see, Lord, you see us through eyes of of purity. (laughs) You believe in us, Lord. You believe that we can when we say that we can't. (laughs) You lift us, Lord, when we fall down. (laughs) Oh, you intercede for us and you pray for us and you sing over us and you dance over us. Your thoughts toward us are more numerous than the grains of sand on the sea, Lord. Your love for us stronger, stronger than any force in heaven on earth. Oh, you are so for us and so with us. You're the very breath that we breathe. You're the very air that's all around us. Every cell is held together by you, Jesus, by your Spirit. Oh, we love you. 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 Oh, we give you everything, Jesus. Oh, we lay ourselves down again, Lord. 
We give you our lives. We give you our hearts. We say yes. We say yes. We say yes. We say yes. Oh, Father, you're so worthy of everything. You're so worthy of so much, so much. You're so worthy, Jesus. You're so worthy, Jesus. Oh, Rabba Santu, Rabba Kia, Rabba Santu. Of all glory and all honor and praise. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Keep stirring, Lord, by your spirit. Calm by your spirit, Lord, and touch our hearts. And stir within us what only you can do by your spirit. Come, 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 come. Oh, and create in us clean hands and pure hearts, oh God. Create in us clean hands and pure hearts, Shakura Basantu. By your spirit, come. We say, come. We say, come. Yeah. Because the Lamb, the Lamb will receive the reward of his suffering. The Lamb will receive the reward of his suffering. And he is not returning for a sleeping bride. He is returning for a bride who is vibrantly alive, Shabba, by His Spirit. And He's returning for you and He's returning for me. And He is hungry. He's hungry to be with His bride. And we say yes. We say yes. We say yes, Lord. We say yes. Do in us whatever you want to do. Do in us, Lord, whatever you want to do. Come, Jesus, by your Spirit. Come, come, come. If you're hungry this morning, I invite you to come down and we're going to pray for you this morning. God's moving. He's stirring by His Spirit. He's doing something very special this morning. I want to invite you to come forward this morning. Some people this morning are going to be touched very powerfully by the Holy Spirit, so get ready. We're going to invite the catchers to come forward too. I also felt the Lord say this morning that there are some that He is going to set free. There is a breaker anointing here this morning, and I saw chains being broken. I saw generational curses being broken. General, generational curses of fear. Generational curses that have been passed down through generations. I saw the Lord breaking those this morning. So if that's something that God is stirring in your heart while I say that, come, 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 come. Generational curses are being broken. Chains are being broken. Uh, a greater level of freedom than we could ever hope or dream of. Jesus. <laughs> yes, Jesus. Yes, Jesus. Yes, yes, yes. Ah, oh, we love you. So Lord, we, we ask that you would fill us and immerse us and saturate us in your goodness this morning afresh. We thank you for for all that you've spoken, Lord. We thank you for your words. We thank you for your love. We thank you for your heart for us. Oh, Jesus, we ask, Lord, that in this place, whether it be in this space or another space, Lord, we ask that you would be seen, Jesus.
that you would be seen, that you would be glorified because you alone are worthy, Jesus. No other, no other, no other, but you alone are worthy. Prepare us, breathe upon us, do within us whatever you want to do, Lord, because you will be glorified. You will be glorified in all the earth. (laughs) You will be glorified in every nation. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Yes, Lord. And Father, we ask for this coming week, we ask, Lord, that there would be a fresh release of dreams and visions and supernatural encounter with you. Father, I ask for open heavens over every heart and in every home. I ask, Lord, for open heavens. Lord, of your angels ascending and descending, I ask for fresh supernatural revelation, wisdom, encounters of you, fresh feeling, fresh joy. (laughs) Oh, revival of joy, Father. Lead us, Lord. Lead us, Father. Lead us and guide us by your Spirit. Speak to us as we come this week and sit at your feet. Open your Word to us, Lord. Let your Word be our bread, our breath, our life. We love you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. So, Lord, we ask that this week you would fill us afresh. Cover us with your blanket of hope, Lord, your blanket of hope across our lives and across this nation. Oh, we love you, Jesus. And above all, be glorified in our life in Jesus' beautiful name. Yeah, amen. Amen.